When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. And shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 709 in St. Louis. You're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome to the Michelob Ultra Studios. It's the Munganess, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, The Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you. And Doug, we we are loaded for bear today. We are. Uh, because this is the one you said, let's get. I mm-hmm. said, all right, let's do it. And so the people have already started. Uh, they kind of want to frame the lead. Yesterday, of course, the lead was Rose Zhang and her win. Um, today, the lead is? She accepted membership. She's a full-time LBJ player now. Rose Zhang again. can't be serious. Yeah. That's our lead again? That's that correct. somebody has accepted membership into the LBJ Not somebody. Sorority? Rose Zhang. Yeah, she turned pro, and she got a sponsor exemption and uh, played in this tournament. And then since she won, she can accept full-time membership to the LPGA, and she did. So she's now full Why is that big story? Well, it's not a big story. Just piggybacking off yesterday's big story. Oh, We're yesterday up. it wasn't a big story. Today it's not a big story. Two nice hours, knowledge. 50 it's minutes not. to go. It yep. just isn't. I will tell you, if you're not following Phil Mickelson on Twitter, you better start because he's back to being banty. There's another follower. Well, I don't think I am following him. You should. He's he's going nuts. I don't hardly ever even look at Twitter anymore. I used to be there all the time. I'll go there right now and see I if Ella Reese has posted it, anything. Well, big news is that I can, if I can step out today about 825, I have to go on my old station, the Jock in Springfield, for about 10 minutes. I guess like Producer Joe and Mitch what? in the morning. You're leaving our show for another show? Well, I can promote our show in Springfield so we'll get more listeners. They won't listen in Springfield. They're going to hate that. They'd rather listen to this, I think, if they knew it was on. Then... Is it Ned Reynolds you're on with? Yeah, Ned and Scott Perrier. What do they want with you? Well, they know I'm a big-time Cardinal. Oh. Apologist? Apologist. No, big-time Cardinal reporter, so they want me on. You are. <laughs> I did see a game this weekend, so. It's ten seconds in. Uh, Cut his damn mic. Cut this his is mic. Jonathan Mardukas. Right, that's all I got. 825, I'll step out for ten minutes. There so you go. I'll be back. Uh... Tim, what time are you looking for a caddy? My wife will be down that way, and I'm sure she would be more than happy to handle your bag. That's from Scott's mm. Wrinkled Ballsack. Would Boy, you be open be to a, her caddying for That you? would be fun, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, I'm a married man, and I would never soil the sanctity of my marriage vows, Doug. Uh, as you know, I am pro-monogamy, yet pro-threesome, which is something I've had to reason out with, right. uh, with attorneys. Uh, and, of course, my marriage vows specifically say it's not cheating if it's gay. Yeah. So in this case, I guess I can see if Anna Marie would like to join. 
Uh, I think she would uh, rather jump in the old man, the old Mississippi, than watch me play a fan page club championship match, to be sure. real honest with yeah. you, despite being a fan of Scott's wrinkled ball sack's wife. So, um, Could his wife possibly identify as male that day? That's not a bad idea. Maybe that could be a loophole. I'll talk with yeah. counsel when right, he's on the jock. Yeah. yeah. You call Phil going nuts. How about Brandel Chambly acting like a horse's ass for the last year, and especially over the last few years? Don't come after lefty, Iggy. Doug, that's from Mr. Licks. He's okay. looking for bears. You just, you just read what you want into somebody's comment and then go off on, like, you think Jackson hates Liv. Jackson, do you hate Liv? No. No. There you go. No, he just goes off on Jackson all the time. Is that a big thing? Jackson hates Liv? <laughs> well, when Licks texts in on Sunday night at 8 o'clock, um... Or emails in. I, I I love Phil. I think they're they're fun tweets. That's why I said follow him. Fun so, tweets. Why don't we have a segment called Fun, fun tweets. tweets? I mean, he's so Lex emailed in Sunday night late that Jackson didn't like live, and that's yeah. that's got you bugged. It's no, one guy who cares. There's nut jobs out there. But I'm saying um, twenty two and a half minutes of pube talk. Well, it wasn't that long, but um, no. But all I said no, was Phil's a fun read now. He's going banty again. He's Get off, Phil. Doug, I uh, opened up the Twitter tweets, uh, okay. and I, uh, I'm on one of my many burner accounts. And the top thing in my timeline is from KG in O-Town. Take a look at this. What's he it's a picture of Andrea's barbecue sauce and what appears to be thing? what I would describe as an aggressive butt plug. It looks like a boat anchor. Uh, Iggy, would you say that's an aggressive? Because you have these hanging from your Christmas trees, don't you? Oh, I got two on my mantle. I, oh, I'm not sure Andrea's God. one's a butt plug promoting their... Sauce well, sitting on the ground. The fact that you Thank have you, two butt plugs on your mantle might be the creepiest thing I've ever heard. They're kind of cool. They were in the studio, then we had to take them off. Remember the sound story people yeah. would look at them? <laughs> sure. And, uh, I also think it might have been something with HR. Well, they're both very pretty. They're they're what? Pretty butt plugs. That might be their silver. The fancy team. They're silver and shiny, and the smaller one has like a uh, rainbow Big purple dillies. Yeah, rainbow tail on it. They can play with the toys. It's inappropriate. It's gonna get uh, ready. Here comes a butt plug. Oh no! Well, nobody <laughs> comes to my house, so nobody sees them. Gosh, dog, you got a nice butt. Hey. Unfortunately, one of them was. I took a picture of him. One of them was sitting next to a picture of Lurnge, who autographed it for me. Mm. Oh gosh. She wasn't happy with that. It's but creepy. That was something you get in your uh, anal region. <laughs> Well, I've been. That was a low one. Yeah. What was he talking about there? <laughs> I've been told I'm creepy, so. It's par for the course. Yeah. I did get a postcard. I'm guessing this is from Tim Convey. Woot, woot, woot. In the butt, in the uh, butt. It's in Sweden. It's a postcard from Sweden, and Nikki Glazer is on the I saw Tim Convey in the break room yesterday. Maybe it's the other Convey. Who's the one dating Nikki? Chris. Chris I saw Convey. him in the break room yesterday. Well, I don't know where this came from. Everyone was in yeah, the break room. Is anyone working? Well, it's from Sweden, and Nikki Glazer was in Europe. And it says, coffee spilled by Nikki Glazer after she took a sip. So now this belongs to you, Iggy. And there's a little coffee stain at the bottom there. It's awesome. I don't, I don't know who sent it to me. It was wow. from Sweden. So why did you assume it was from one of the Convy brothers? Well, who else would send me something from Sweden? <laughs> why were they? And Chris there? was in, it was in Europe with Nikki on her tour. Alex Steen? Sweden is in Europe. Yeah, Steiner. I would, I would think he. So I don't know who else would send it. Jorgen Pedersen. Yeah, 1980. Oh, did he have the, the goal against the Penguins? Did he have a goal against the Penguins? Didn't he have one in the Miracle on Monday Night Miracle game? 86, yeah. May 86. And Chopper was on the ice, but he was with the Flames. Yeah, Chopper. <laughs> How do you get that name, Chopper? 
Uh, he'll join us uh, today. No so teeth. We'll talk it over with. So Maybe Victor Hovland sent it to me. I know he's from Norway, but. Well, that'd be different. Same neck of the woods. Right. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Uh, Doug, uh, TMA Day at the ballpark is only eight days away. And here's what we got for our audience. It's going to be a fun day. You're damn right it is, uh-huh. Jack. You go to TMASTL.com. Okay. And you click on events. And then there it is, TMA Day at the ballpark, which is June 14th. Oh, yeah. And that is a week from tomorrow. Uh, we will be broadcasting live from Salt and Smoke. Hello, Tom. Oh, hey. And uh, that'll be the Salt and Smoke at uh, Ballpark Village. And then we will have a day game with our audience, and it will be only $30 for a twelve fifteen businessman special. Busman special. Uh, as the Cardinals take on the San Francisco Giants, the tickets, these are field box tickets, $30. That's it. And that includes $12 in Cardinals cash to be used at the game. So uh, you can get helmet nachos. You can get a libation, nectar. It's going to be like the best deal of the year. I would think so. I would think so. Good seats, too. I think right down the I think right field line in um, foul ball territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I am uh, going with uh, my betrothed. We plan on having a variety of cocktails and take us back to the 2009 era when we would go to Cardinal Day games and then we would wind up at the stag bar. And that is what I am hoping for really? next Wednesday. Yeah. And I invite everyone on the dais to join us at the stag bar to get some baby powder in our noses. Powder down our pass on that. Everybody's taking somebody oh, except for me, so I'll be by myself. So oh, you're going stag? Yeah, so if you want to. Otherwise, you get a date. I'll be there yeah, um, with my Madison's dad. But oh, that's you're going it. with your stepfather. Yeah, well, Madison actually, coincidentally, does have a work day at the ballpark for herself. She will be there. day with her office. Mm. I don't know what location or what part of the ballpark. But, yeah, so I'll be there basically with just Madison's dad, Iggy, so I'm not like I'm going to be, you know, having Jackson, a Jackson, who are you going with? I just asked for an extra ticket in case I want to bring a friend. Oh, oh. duh. He put it on Bumble. Oh. Yeah, maybe sweet, sweet Kai. Got a free ticket. He's uh, in West Virginia, isn't he? Oh. Yeah, he's in West Virginia. I can uh, see yeah. oatmeal and his nips being there. He lives oh. in D.C. Now, just for the listeners, I uh, got up this her. morning and I checked Doppler and I said, please, Doppler, give us something good next Wednesday. Uh, and I'm promising sunny and 87 degrees next Wednesday. You can promise that. I will promise 87 degrees and sunny for next Wednesday's baseball game. Well, that's kind of what the forecast says, isn't it? I don't know what the forecast says. I go through my Doppler. Uh, Next Wednesday, 60 degrees. Boy, the weather is really nice. Uh, Next uh, Wednesday, I see, according to the iPhone, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I trust Iggy over the iPhone, 60 degrees for the low, 84 for the high. Sunny as the day is long. How do you do? Yeah. Yeah, Only three degrees off. Well, you're going to wind up being Go to another app, it'll be a different forecast. Today's going to be beautiful, 89 degrees. Doug, tomorrow, 30% chance of showers. Boy, the, weather ha- the weather's just been... We could use some showers. Yeah, I would think we could need some rain. Yeah. 31, or 81 on Thursday. Just bees knees. 78 everywhere. on Monday. How do you do? How do you do, players? Hey, if you are running into air conditioning problems, make sure you work with Seth Goldcamp and his staff at Design Air Heating and Cooling, designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. I put in a request to do QFTA yesterday, but Jackson was out ball striking, so he was not available. Um, Jackson, how was your ball striking? 
It was great. Beautiful day yesterday. Dougie played at Persimmon awesome. Woods, which Mr. Elix grew up on, apparently. Really? See Cletus or Guy out there? No. No. It was. Uh, How was your pairing? Did you ship it? Uh, no. No, we did not ship it. But uh, what was the problem? Are you still in your head? No, I played pretty well, actually. Good. Uh, yeah, I was able to uh, make some good shots, but uh, no, it was a really fun day. Great event. Had a great time. Good weather. Yeah, it's standing. Oh, yeah, well, it it never great. felt like it got over like 82 or 83 degrees. It's golden. Just golden. Uh, but when it does get hot and that air conditioning's not working, you go to designairservice.com, you click on the Book Now tab, and work with the company Doug and I work with, and that company is Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Um, Tommy Sabulkin, VIP Auto Accessories, is a company that we work with as well. They have been a loyal sponsor of TMA now for three-plus years. It's uh, VIP Auto Accessories. Doug, what do they do? Commercial vehicle sure. upfitting. They also do graphics for office, and they can take wonderful care of you. That's why Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota works with them, and they also work with design, air, heating, and cooling. Commercial van and truck upfitting, your one-stop shop. All local since 1979. They offer quality and the ability to get all done at one place. And they're a full-service operation, a one-stop shop that takes the vehicle from point A to point Z. VIP saves you time and hassle. It's quicker to deal with VIP than two to three vendors with multiple locations. Tommy Sabolka uh, wants you to contact him directly, 314-428-3900, or email him at tommy.cibulka at VIP Auto Accessories. It's VIP Auto Accessories. Loyal TMA sponsor now for three years. VIP Auto Accessories here on the Ryan Kelly Morning after text in EDF group text inbox 314881 TMA5. And of course, you are welcome to call in 636-9004 TMA. Doug, the Cardinals are coming. Trala, trala. Uh, they uh, win last night. They lost again. Okay, I got something else. Took from another whooping. Ollie Marmont, the worst Cardinal manners we've ever had. <laughs> At least in my lifetime. I know there's some Hall of there's a Hall of Famer in there with the so this he is miserable. It's all nice base running in the eighth inning, though. Uh, it, it's something different every night, it seems. But Wait, the one thing that is consistent is that they still don't get big hits with runners in scoring position very often, and it seems like every night at least one of the relievers has a meltdown. And if you're going to lift your starting pitcher after five innings, regardless of what's going on in the game, last night another example, you bring in – but they had four different relievers. Three of them pitched well, and one of them was bad. And that was enough to, to get them beat. The same thing happened to the Rangers. They used a couple of relievers. One of them was bad. The Cardinals got a couple of runs. The other guys were good. If you just keep bringing on a succession of pitchers every night, sooner or later, somebody's not going to have it. Cardinals might have gotten a break there from uh, Bruce Bochy and the Rangers by pulling Martin yeah, Perez. I know. He was only at 88 pitches. Uh, then they bring in, was it Darren Oliver? Uh, and uh, he's still going strong. Uh, he's got to be 60 years old. How at this is he point. pitching? He's been bad forever, too. Is there a team I mean, he it looks like batting practice. Is there a team he hasn't pitched for in the majors? <laughs> I think you're thinking of Mike Morgan. Uh, they're bringing a reliever who I believe was Darren Oliver, but somebody's looking that it up. It wasn't Anderson. I'm going to say, he, still, Oliver he 52. Yeah, Grant Anderson. <laughs> and the Cardinals just. Banged him around the ballpark. And I like when a guy gets banged around mm-hmm. the ballpark. And uh, and then Nolan Arnato ropes one down the left field line. I was watching the post game, and he's like, I thought this could be the moment where everything turns around. But Doug, then a little base running debacle. Yeah. And, uh, and Nolan Arnato blamed himself. 
after the game. Nolan Gorman blamed himself. Here is what Arnato had to say about the base running debacle. Hit the lever, Plowsy. You know, right when I hit it, I saw him kind of run back. It was a close play, but I saw it ricochet off the wall. So I thought, you know, I just made the mistake of, like, putting my head down and just going. Um, you know, I made that mistake. I should have kept my head up or just see what's in front of me. But I saw it ricochet, so I thought, like, for sure I can get going. And then when he threw the ball in, he over, you know, he over hit the cutoff, man. So I thought, like, that just meant everyone was going to score. But uh, I messed up there. I, uh, I got to run, run with my head up. And, uh, you know, I feel like I take a lot of pride in my base running. I know I'm not really fast in base stealing, but trying not to make too many mistakes. But uh, I feel bad because uh, Wilson would have came up with, uh, you know, guys in scoring position with less than two outs. So I kind of messed up there. I kind of blew that game today. You know, I, I'm defensively, I got to make that play on that pop-up. So, you know, everyone did a good job today, really. They did the job they did. I just, I, I, sh- I should have made that play. And I, you know, I kind of blew that one. Yeah, uh, that's not me. I messed up. One out, I should be getting out there a little more. Um, You know, score, the ball gets down, and still be in in running scoring position Um, with two outs if he catches that ball. But, yeah, it's not me. Messed up on that. So that was Nolan Arnold, then you heard Nolan Gorman blame himself. You would think just about anybody could have scored from first on that ball, wouldn't you think? I was stunned. I was so confused when I saw there was a rundown. I'm like, who could that be? Yeah. But there was chaos on the base paths. There sure was. I mean, and you could see early on that the ball had gotten past him in the corner and ricocheted, bounced towards left center. You could run forever, you would think. How anyone got confused by that, I don't know. Either you're not watching the play or you're not watching the coach wave you around. I don't know what you're looking at. And Tommy Edmond, for the record, we haven't mentioned him. He was the he was the lucky Pierre in that. So, Barnado yeah. gets to third. Edmond stops in between third and home. and uh, But he was stopping because Gorman was only a few steps ahead of him. Yeah. Chaos. And then Arnado made reference to a pop that he – pop-up that he – should have made a play on. I was really surprised when that dropped. And that was in the ninth inning in which the Rangers got a run and walked it off. Got one off Cabby. I like that, Cabby. That's what they call him, Cabby. Yeah. And had the inning gone on, they'd have gotten two or three more, too, I think. Uh, Ali Marmol uh, still likes where the club is, though. Sure. Uh, That'll also serve him well in September. Here's what he has to say. I'm talking to the guys today. Everyone's pretty confident that we're going to finally figure out a way to do this. Um, Still got 100 games to go. Our goal is to first win the division, and we're pretty confident in being able to do that. Why? Well, no, I, I, can I, you yeah. explain to me why he is in a uniform right now? You have to and say he that. He isn't fired this morning. He ha- well, that I'm, I don't know, but he, I mean, he has to say that. He can't say, yeah, we're dead now. <clears throat> Season's over. We got no shot. It's a tough spot when you're a manager and your team is really tanking and playing horrible. I mean, what else do you say? Has he ever once put any. Like blame on himself. I, I'm serious. I'm actually really legit serious. He has thrown three or four players under the bus. He's had excuse said for excuse. He's never once put himself in the line of fire, though. Yeah. I don't think directly. He may say it as like us and the team. You know, we need to do better. I've mm-hmm. never actually heard him go. You know, this is on me. And granted, I don't think last night went fully on him. But I mean, he. He talks out of his ass. Oh. Self-furlough? Shea self-furlough? I would love that. Oh, self-furlough. I've how... seen it used before in June. If you were the manager in that situation and you have to speak to the media, what else do you say other than try to put a positive spin on it? Like, we'll come back. We'll get back in it. Long way to go. I don't know what, what you say in that, in that 
moment. What you could possibly say that to please people. Look, I've, I've, <clears throat> I've said... I resign. I've said it for a long time that, you know, managers get too much credit and they get too much blame. I mean, you know, maybe if you you make a few pitching changes that are, you know, why why do you bring him in? Why do you take him out? Why you put him in this situation? I get that. You know, you're going to make mistakes and a pitcher's not going to do what he's supposed to do. But you got to do something. You can't start firing players and you're not playing, you're going down, you're... Or trading you. So what you usually do is you get rid of a manager and you make a change and hopefully it, you know, yeah. bolsters things with, you know, some new blood in there and they start playing harder. You know, I don't know, but that's usually what you do is you fire a manager and say, okay. Well, you can't really fire the players or under guaranteed contracts. Well, when I trade or, you know, sit them down on the bench or whatever, you can't do that. My belief is the following, Doug. Would you like to hear my belief? Sure. If the Cardinals go one and five this week, and at this point, they're 0-1. They have three against the Rangers and three at home against the Reds that Ali Marmol would be fired on Sunday. That's my that's my play. Yeah, I, I'm kind of looking for it any day now. I thought it would be today. Honestly, I thought it would be today. They got a shot. Texas is a good team. They got a shot. Yeah, nearly 20 all, games over 500. They lose all three of those. And the Pirates have won six in a row. You can't keep up with these buckos. And it may not be Marmol and the philosophy that's the issue. To me, it looks like they're walking on eggshells. No one's having fun. And I get it, you're last in the National League. But I'm talking before they were dead last. It felt like even after the O'Neill thing, a few games after that, it just feels like nobody can have fun in that dugout without only Marmol like snapping at him. I, I just, I don't know, I, I would look at that clubhouse as... Uh, it's disconcerting. I think a change, put Stubby Clap in there for an interim manager. What's that going to harm the team? The team doesn't really have a lot of personality. I mean, Not Newt, Newt Barr has it. He's been out. Pujols obviously had it last year. Just guys who put a little spark into things. I'm not sure they've got that right now. Not, not, maybe that doesn't even matter very much. Just, the Jose just Martinez kind yeah, of thing. It, I love that. As you say, it doesn't look like there's a lot of smiles in the dugout and guys are having a very good time. And, Tim, this is maybe reading between the lines, just trying to read something into it. But when he says, I talked to the guys today. They're very confident we can still win this thing. To me, that's kind of maybe telling management, hey, the players still got my back. They're still playing for me. They still want to win. Because you don't come out after loss and, hey, the players think we can still win. They're very upbeat today. They're confident, you know. Well, I would imagine at this point his mindset is a hell of a lot different than it was in April, where I don't think he probably thought that his job could be at risk. I think now he has to be aware that he could be, uh, whether justifiably fired or a sacrificial lamb for a team that is so far below 500 that I never even thought that this was a possible outcome, 25 and 36, but still within shouting distance of first place. I mean... Uh, just to, to give it some perspective, the Boston Red Sox are 500. They're 12 games out of first place. They're 500. They're 12 games out of first place. Now, I realize I'm presenting extreme situations here because I'm comparing and contrasting the American League East with the National League Central. Um, meanwhile, the Kansas City Royals, a team the Cardinals had to battle to split with last week, are 18-42. and 42. Very grateful for the existence of the Oakland A's Stan mm-hmm. Kroenke tribute this year. Uh, and they're 12 and 50, by the way. And I do think there is a real value to a business model of just betting against the A's the remainder of the year. You have 100 more chances to do it. They're 12 and 50. Uh, and they are 28 and a half games back. But the Royals are 13 games back. Point being that in the division the Cardinals are in, 
they're not out of it. And you also only have two more years of Paul Goldschmidt, year and a half, however you'd want to characterize it, Nolan Arnato. And if you do value the Adam Wainwright farewell tour, which certainly has taken on a different color, I think, with his first, what is he at now, six starts, uh, and the velocity he's at, and you know, just kind of having to grind through the starts in order to survive, uh, that you don't just throw in the towel. There isn't an Atlanta Braves in the division. There isn't a Dodgers in the division. There isn't a Rays in the division. There isn't a Rangers in the division, an Astros in the division. The first place team is the Pirates. And while the Pirates swept the Cardinals, I don't think too many people would look at that team and go, oh God, there's just no way you can catch them. So then it becomes a matter of, do you swallow your pride and part ways with a guy you hired, what, 20 months ago? Yeah. Oh, I think they're going to have to do something. I, I don't think they'll go a whole lot longer the way that's going now. I don't think they would. No. I don't think they should either. And I think it may have said something at the beginning of the year when Matt Holliday accepts a job and then he said, I don't want the job. Now he says, yeah, I want to spend time with family. But didn't you know you want to spend time with your family before you took yeah. the job? Maddox it's the same way. I'm out. I'm retired. Yeah, oh, so. wait, I got another job. Who came out with an article about the Maddox thing? And it seems like he's loving his time in Texas. Yeah. But he... Wanted to retire and spend time. The holiday thing was really odd. Oh, yeah, you saw that. All right, that. I'm ready. I'm ready to get back into coaching. No, I'm not ready. Here is uh, what Mike Maddox had to say this morning. This is uh, from Post-Dispatch writer and friend of uh, Balloon Party, Lynn Worthy, and he writes that he spoke with Maddox, and he said, yeah, I was really thinking about it. I'd actually made up my mind that I was. He was talking about retirement. I live here. Bruce Bochy came here. I talked to CY. Uh, Doug, that's Chris Young, mm. not Missouri assistant basketball coach CY, and I'm very happy with it. Boach retired for three years and came back. I was out for about three days. I was actually in Scotland. I bet he was doing some ball striking. He's a ball striker. While I was over there, Boach, he was hired. He got my wheels spinning. I came back and I talked to CY and Boach. CY had a vision for what he wanted to do. Free agency planned on signing. You know, that could be fun. I get to sleep in my own bed. That makes it even better. Maddox lives about 30 minutes away from the Rangers' home ballpark, Globe Life Field. His wife traveled back and forth to St. Louis for the past five years while he was on the Cardinal staff. Their daughter also lives in the Dallas area. It made my life a whole lot easier. Working with a Hall of Fame manager has been a blessing as well. Yeah, so it worked out well for him. Hadn't really worked out for anyone else, at least in the Cardinal jersey. But the fact that they haven't made any moves, you know, like a sacrificial lamb of any kind, a hitting coach, a pitching coach, trade. a trade of even my – I'm not saying they're not trying, but, like, it just seems – Well, I would present the Contreras thing as a monster move. That was a oh, yeah. monster move. That was a monster move. It was also somewhat of a kamikaze-like move uh, because it had ramifications beyond just the short term. Uh, but then, fortunately, he learned how to catch in a week. So he did. Uh, yeah, he, he was back, and now he's raking. And forgot how to hit. <laughs> he is raking. He's not raking. Okay, I got a different box score. Okay. How many hits he have in his last couple weeks? Two. Uh, yeah. And that's it. And the Cardinals itself, I think, in the last eleven, have scored like twenty. That's not right. Twenty, twenty-one games. runs. I mean, they're averaging like two runs a game. Uh, we will. Uh, Go home and do the math on that and come back and report I'm sorry. it to the people. Okay. No, it's fine. It's it's information, Doug, that is classified. Mm-hmm. We don't uh, have it. Uh, let's see. They have scored a total of 12, 13, 13 runs since Memorial Day. 
Um, and that uh, featured four or five against the Royals and the, what do you call them, Doug, the Buckos? I do call them the Buckos, you know. That's John Candelaria, Kent DeColvey. I guess the Buckos comes from a Buccaneer is another name for a pirate. I guess that's where it is. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Well. Well. Well, I'm with Tim. You're always with Tim. Well, if they they lose all three of these and then lose two to Cincinnati, there's... It's always important for them to lose... uh, Well, they fired Matheny after a Saturday night game. The Matheny thing had been... I mean, I did an interview with Matheny for the podcast in February of 18. And he said, I mean, I know what can happen if the team doesn't perform. I already know. Point being, in February, he knew that, you know, people were ready for a change. This was not on the mind, I think, of any. But if we're going to be real honest, I'm sure some people, there's a lot of Wilson Contreras. I, you know, I hated the move in the moment, you know, talk now. That's complete BS. Uh, I don't think anybody was honestly thinking that um, Marmol would lose his job this year. He had, what, how many wins? I don't know, they won the division and 90-plus wins. And granted, it was an early exit, and certainly his management uh, came under scrutiny in game one of that. But uh, I, that wasn't even on the radar. This team being in the spot that they're in wasn't even on the radar. For me, it wasn't on the radar. Not having a great year certainly was possible, but being the worst team in the National League is, is stunning. So this is not something that you've seen in Bill DeWitt's term as chairman. And so we really don't have a pattern of past practice to compare and contrast it to. The Matheny thing took a while. Uh, this is... This would be a quick change for the Cardinals, a super quick change. And tell me if I'm wrong here, Doug. There have been two terminations of either manager or general manager, I guess three, Schilt, uh, with Matheny and with Walt Jockety in his tenure. That's it. I could be off the yeah. mark. Jockety was the GM from La- the beginning through 07. Right. LaRusso wasn't fired. Right. And... You had Matheny fired in, what was that, July of 18, I believe it was, and Schilt fired in October of 21. Yeah. So there you go. The There's Schilt the thing is still the most surprising of all that. I, I was stunned by that. I thought everybody liked, liked Schilt, thought they loved him. Fans haven't forgotten. He was trending on the Twitter tweets. Yeah. But I, I think they set a tone there to... I mean, they bought, put himself in a corner to where if you can fire a guy like that with that kind of, I wouldn't say pedigree, but three years in the playoffs, 17-game yeah. win streak, that's enough of a pedigree to go, wow, okay. So how is all Manager of, of the year one year. Yeah. Is there a chance? <laughs> he got fired, but we're in last place now, and we're not going to fire the guy. Is there a chance always survives the season? I'm not saying a huge winning streak does it. I just, is Mo just dead set on giving them another year at the kind of that anomaly year, you know, that Mose like, like to throw out there with players. Maybe not the same with a manager. He looks at last year. Well, I think, goes, I think, I think, and I'm, I'm not oh, you good. this to, 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 I just, I think if you think through a situation like this, again, we haven't seen it in Bill DeWitt's tenure as owner, but this isn't, he is not a hands-off owner. And I think his son is probably getting more and more involved, build with the third. Um, just from a logic standpoint, it means already in, involved with the business side. And I would imagine at some point within the next few years, he will be the chairman. You don't go, okay, 
John Mazalak, it's your problem. You figure it out. He's not going to call the shots. I would imagine they are having conversations about what they do because there are 100 games left. They are in a division where you still could win the division. The Cardinals still, as of this morning, now the odds have moved. They were plus 300 to win the division yesterday. They're plus 450, so you got a little more value on that. The Brewers are minus 170. The Pirates are still behind the Cardinals, even though they're in first place at plus 500. Um, that you go, okay, if the team can win 60 of 40, which would seem like a pretty aggressive win uh, rate, considering where they are, uh, you got a team that could theoretically... Not necessarily a lock, by the way, but theoretically win the division. But that would require an 85-win division winner. Could it happen? It can. It's certainly not all that likely, but if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in one of the central divisions. The Pirates are 32-27 and and leading the division, and the the Twins are 31-29 and and leading the other central division. So if the thought process is we can win 60% of the games, and I think that they actually could But I also think one of the things that is perhaps important to think through is this is one of the conversations Randy Carricker and I have when I'm heading in and he's on his way out. And he'll present, you know, the Cardinals winning percentage after the All-Star break, I think, is like the best in baseball since 2000. And I think there is something to incorporate into that discussion. And yes, in the first five, six years of, of the 2000s, the Houston Astros and the Cardinals were going back and forth. The Cubs were in the mix in 2003, the year of Steve Bartman. But the National League Central, minus 2015, for the most part, has featured, it's always featured the Pirates, uh, and usually one other team at a minimum that's not really contending. Point being, with what was a uh, unbalanced, unbalanced schedule, the Cardinals got to face a lot of the Central in the second half. Well, that isn't the deal anymore. Uh, you're going to be facing everybody around baseball uh, more often than you have before this season. And so perhaps that win percentage of after the All-Star break and the Cardinals making these second-half surges isn't as realistic this year. Again, if they win 60% of their games, they're still only an 85-win team. Now, 85 wins could win this division, but that's winning 60% of the games and taking the offense out of the equation. And that is something that certainly needs to be in the equation along with the bullpen because, as you mentioned, there have been bullpen issues as well. You still have a starting rotation that has question marks. Um, And that is not something that is one pitcher away from fixable. Jordan Montgomery... Started off the season great, but they've lost his last 10 starts. Adam Wainwright is just not who he was. Stephen Matz is currently in the bullpen. Uh, You know, Jack Flaherty has had games where he's looked outstanding. Don't get me wrong. Uh, The one guy I think you feel like you can count on is Miles Michaelis. But you still have four other guys who are taking the ball. And then you got to win 60% of the games. That means those guys have to take care of business as well. And somebody in the outfield is going to have to hit. So you have so many issues. Is it really something that the Cardinals would want to hang their hat on and go, okay, let's go balls to the wall, knowing that we've got to win 60% of our games to get to 85 wins, and 85 wins still might not be enough. But I don't think that this is an organization that wants to write off this season with this group. This team, I think is closer to a successful year than the Blues were when they had, you know, whatever the equivalent would be hockey-wise of 100 games left. 
I guess the math is pretty easy. It would be 50 games left. Uh, and there, there, there could be uh, financial reasons why they don't want to write it off this way, too. If they're going to have problems collecting some of the TV revenue, <clears throat> they, they're going to have to get as many people in that stadium as they possibly can. And if they trade away some of the big guns now to build for the future, it could be that they're playing in front of 20000 instead of 40000 every night the rest of the way, which is a big chunk of money. I would be. I, I I get where you're coming from. I just I think in St. Louis, like we saw with the Blues, it's such a part of the culture that I just don't think that that would get to that point. I think. I, a I po- think it could. I think it could. If it's 90 degrees out there from July and August, and the Cardinals are 15 games out, I, they take a significant hit at the gate. I literally think a Paul Goldschmidt trade makes so much sense, and I realize that we talked about that yesterday. I've been written about. But if you think about, because it's not like he's on the downward tier because he's having a very good year. Not great, but still very solid MVP year last year. You have a lot of people that could play for Jordan Walker. You can do maybe a Luke and Baker. You can do a lot of other things. I, I, I think that's a position to where you could probably get a stud starting pitcher, a couple really good top tier prospects, depending on what route they want to go. That's, I think, the move you got to make. I think you got to have some balls instead of trading like, you know, like all these second-tier guys to get you a random player or a, a guy expiring contract, I think you could probably go out and get yourself a couple big boys for a guy like Goldschmidt. There's going to be a team that's going to need a guy like that to oh, get yeah. him over the edge. Everybody seems to be with the new wild-card system in the playoffs. Okay, so just, just to play that hand out, you do that, you are absolutely saying we are out of it this year. 100%. Right. I wouldn't yeah. do it now. No, right. not right, right, right now. talking... August or something, maybe? Well, that's oh, after I, the trade deadline. I'm talking late deadline? June, I think, is probably when you start. The, the, a few weeks, you're going to know. know when you're out of it. I mean, you, you feel like you're already out of it. If you go a 500 stretch in the next couple of weeks, you're done. You're going to have to play, you know, 80% winning percentage baseball to get in the playoffs. So I think that's just fine if you want to do it in a few weeks. I would let it go longer than that. They are Yeesh. They are a better team in the second half. But I think most of that is because our guys play for the fans and not the money. I agree with that. And so the other teams are saying, well, we've got our money. Let's just shut it down. And the Cardinals right. are saying, we don't care about the money. We, we care about correct. the fans. That's correct. That's actually true. Uh, if you are an injured in an accident, things can spiral out of control quickly. You might have medical bills piling up. You might not be able to work or provide for your family. And you're probably getting the runaround from the insurance company you've been talking to. Don't fight this fight alone. C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm will take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim. They will deal with the insurance company and take the fight head on, allowing you to get back to what's important, which is recovering from your injury. CD and Doug are trial lawyers, meaning they won't settle if there's an obstacle or complication in your case. In fact, most cases have them. And Doug and CD will overcome those obstacles and take your case all the way to trial if necessary. In injury cases, there could be a lot of money on the line, and you shouldn't trust your case with just anyone. Go to longobigs.com. It's Longo Bigs Injury Law. They accept personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. Longobigs.com. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Jackson, tell us about your hair and what's going on up there. <laughs> Doug and I are getting... Big things done. Mm-hmm. Big things, making real changes. And all it took was going to St. Louis Hair Restoration. Doug, tell me a little bit about the FUE you got working uh, coming up here. It's oh. going to make me look like Elvis. Oh, Bill. And I think you'll look like uh, Quinn Snyder, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a Blonde Quinn time. Snyder. I'm getting the FUE, that's follicle, follicular unit extractions, where they take hair from the side and the back of your hair, where you got plenty of it, and move it to areas where you're thinning in the in the front of the hairline or the, or the crown, wherever, 
And it, it's a procedure that takes, uh, I think for most people, it takes about four or five hours to do that because they use such precision. Dr. Polinga is considered the best in the area at what he does. He's been doing this a long time. He is a patient himself. He's had it done himself. And if you look at some of the before and after pictures on their website at stlouishairrestoration.com, it is stunning how much better people look. So if, if hair loss is bothering you, if it doesn't bother you, power to you. It doesn't bother a lot of people, but some people, uh, it does concern them, and they want a full head of hair. You can do something about it. It's right there. You can do it. It's at stlouishairrestoration.com. They're going to help me. They're going to help Jackson, and we'll just look We'll just look like more beefcake than we are already. Ooh, Billy. Yeah, big-time beefcake. You've got the laser cap, right? Oh, yeah. I got this laser cap that got me on the uh, finasteride just to, you know, see how I'm working, if I can hold off, hold the line for a little bit using this laser cap. And if things are showing right, I might get a procedure myself. That's what they do. They, you go oh, yeah. in there and they give you a consultation on what is the best plan for you because it's not going to be the exact same for everybody. For me, they got me on the finasteride and the laser cap. And then one day it might be an FUE situation like Doug, but they can take care of you over there. And it's very important to know both patients themselves so they know what they're doing, they know the struggle, and uh, they want to help people. They want to help change people's lives, and that's what they do over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. There you go. Uh, get involved in the program, EDF Group, text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. You're welcome to call in as well, 636-9004-TMA. And email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Buck Swope got a win yesterday. Uh, kind of fun, Doug, that all three winners so far in the month of June for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Their names start with B. That is fun, good isn't it? Good times. Good, good times, yeah. Blueberry Pop Pop, Brian Henschen, Buck Swope. Killer Bees. Killer Bees. Mm-hmm. Lance Berkman, Craig Biggio, uh, Jeff Bagwell. Bagwell. Who else are they? Uh, uh, they had uh, Carlos Beltran. Yes. Billy Wagner. Nice. Yeah, I guess that counts. I think we got to count it. Yeah. We will count it, actually. A Roy Oswald. Correct. Well. <laughs> manage against you. Uh, big old fan is not happy. You aren't trading Goldschmidt. Stop being an effing idiot, plowboy. You don't trade a Hall of Famer no. still producing, and he probably isn't okay in a trade with a year and a half left anyway. That's from big old fan. Well, that's what I, I, I get the second half of that is accurate. It's really up to Paul Goldschmidt where he... You know, he, he does have a no, no trade clause. But the first part of it, this was already written about. This is an original take by yeah, me. Yeah, a couple so people, writers like, mentioned him. Jeff Passan and Andy mm-hmm. McCullough. So I'm just regurgitating that and thinking that's kind of a good idea. Like, Paul Goldschmidt is not wanting to play on a last place National League team. You're it not wanting think. to pay a guy $25 million at his age 36 season to be on a last place team. I think it's kind of... I mean, it's just a perfect storm there of a trade that could work out. He's a Texas guy. I think he grew up in Texas. So get him on Mike to Maddox. trade him to the Astros or the Rangers, and the Cardinals were to get a couple really good young pitchers in return, you'd, have, you'd have to think of that. that. You'd have we, to have, that. we have two prospects, pitching prospects now, they are probably going to be in the rotation next year. So those two can kind of take that place, yeah. and you can groom them. I'm fine with that. Uh, big old fan is not happy again. Oh. Nice. I expect Plowboy to be a prisoner at the moment because he's simple. But not you, Doug. Reading into Holiday not coming is dumb. We have no clue why he didn't come. And if we were 500, you wouldn't even think about it. Be better, Doug. Oh. You agreed with a guy who thought Darren Oliver was pitching last oh. night. Uh-huh. Dude, the problem with this guy, this is like the majority of the fan base right here. To where Big old fan is? We are He's so listening far, for the money and not are, the fans. Yeah, we are so far gone from where right. we were and where we should be. 
But that doesn't matter. We're going to keep the same roster. We're going to keep the exact same rotation as in place. We're going to keep the same manager. We're not going to do anything different. And that's going to help. Yeah. I hate fans that, like, oh, you're living in the prison of the moment. Let him have it. Look, we have tanked for years. We we weasel ourselves into the playoffs and then lose in the first round. When's the last time we won an LCS game? We kind of That was 2014. Mm-hmm. You know who yes. had the game-winning home run? Uh, Matt Adams? No. Uh, Matt Carpenter? No. Can I have initials, please? K.W. Yep. K.W. Kevin Williams. <laughs> Kurt Wonderlink. <laughs> no, he was on my Boom. little league. Kip Wells. Kip Wells had the home run. <laughs> Colton Wong. Ken Wheat. Wheats. That's right. Wasn't it Colton Wong? Gets the Giants, and then they got swept out there. Right. Like, I'm so they sick of. It was 1 1 before heading to San Francisco, and then Michael Walker came back after a month out mm-hmm. and pitched. I'm not saying they should trade Goldschmidt. I want them to trade Goldschmidt, or they will trade Goldschmidt. I'm just saying that's something that you could, you could see that possibly happening. It's not out of the realm of possibility. That a, that a team is going to have that's going to have to rebuild their starting rotation might do it now. If I'm a fan base, I, I, I it's a wild card of bust. I told you that in February and March. This is what they do. This is we're going to back our way into the playoffs. Preach about how we made the playoffs, even though it's 20 times easier to make the playoffs than it was, you know, yeah. 10, 12, 15 years ago. And then it's wash, rinse, repeat. And then you're going to get ousted in the first round. Your pitching's either not going to show up or your offense isn't going to die on a vine, and then you make one move in the offseason, and boom, you got yourself another roster. Now, let me ask you this. Quite frankly, and I want you to be honest. Do you make hot takes for the money or for the fans? Good question. Well, the fans hate me, so I definitely do it for all for the money. Do you? Yeah. It's uh, all cash. Now, you have some support here. Big old fan is a dork. Thanks. That's from Dingle My Berries. Mm. Lance Painter, who's a former Cardinal, so this has mm. credibility. Yeah. Hey, big old fan, suck my ass and ah. shut your mouth. You're a horse's ass for going after Plowsy. That's Lance Painter. Mm. So you have support, Plowhawk. I appreciate it. I, I, don't, I, I don't think he I, the first one wasn't really going after me. The second one, he doubled down and kind of felt like it. One thing we do as Cardinal fans is we tend to fall in love with our players. No and matter never how, no matter how good or bad they're playing, anything. we tend to just absolutely fall in love with our guys and don't want to see any of them go. And the ones we don't fall in love with are the ones that are actually dominating in other <laughs> leagues and other teams. Yeah, oh, they, well, they Kevin's have. brother, Jack Demoff. It's not crazy to start thinking about the kind of massive haul you could get from Miles Michaelis. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. You can't because you need three starting pitchers next year, right, with Michaelis on the roster. Well, Without that, that him. Would, I mean, if you're doing that, then you're full-on rebuild mode. Oh, my God. Could you imagine that rotation next year? Steven Matz is your ace. Oh. <laughs> that would be hilarious, yeah. actually. I'm begging for Flaherty's that. Flaherty's a free agent after this year. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So, yeah, Montgomery is as well. Hard-pressed to think he... Libertor will be in the rotation next year, my yeah. guess, and Tink, Tink might get an opportunity. He's like in Class A, God, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, Graceffo, maybe. I don't know what the hell they got. I mean, this is going to be a trash rotation. I <laughs> well, hope they do that. I hope they remember, go that route. we always think the prospects are going to be a lot better than they are. Jordan Walker was going to be the next greatest player in the history of the league. Dylan Carlson, same way. Going to tear it up. Is he polite? Carlson actually... I think he's still hurt. Uh, Miles Michaelis, for the record, is under contract through 2025. $8.5 million per year. That extension yeah. doesn't look terrible. So you've got one pitcher coming back next year. Matt's. If you don't count Libertor. Michaelis and Matt's. Libertor. Well, I don't count Matt's either. 
Yeah, I don't know if he's well, he, ever... He'll count against the payroll, though, uh, Peter, as we take a look at it. Unless somebody's uh, looking for a he is, he is still owed $25 million. He's had such a bad year. He and that's be, after this year. He must be pitching for the money and not the fans. Oh, he has no fans on his side anymore. No. Boy, they're loaded for bear. Good. I love that. How many times Jackson has hedonism Chuck sent in the same text this morning? I just want to... One, two, three, four, five, then six, don't read seven, it. eight, nine, don't. ten. Ten No matter times. how good it is, don't read it. Well, if it was good, it would have been read. No. Uh, for crying out loud, can we extend Luke and Baker already? Three hits in his first two games. Give him that Aledmus Diaz-style extension <laughs> and give it to him now. That's some little Tommy Tribbins. Well, the problem is, if he starts hitting them hard on the ground, Doug... It doesn't matter how many hits you accumulate throughout the right. season. You're going to be called back down <laughs> because you want to get the ball in the air so the outfielder yeah. can catch it. Mm. Uh, Plowboy has been so on point about this Cardinal team. We should all, all be listening to his takes. Big old fan should go choke on his helmet nachos and shut the hell up. Oh. That's from Timmy Tom Tom. Oh. Say what you want about my takes in the past. I went the only one on this Cardinal trash train in January and February, and it tuned out and panned out exactly how I said it. The Stephen Matt signing right when it happened, I said it was trash, low-hanging fruit. This is what you guys get for trusting John Mozeliak, who wears ascots and bow ties, man. Oh, come on, boy, this spends two thousand dollars. Spend two thousand dollars on a sweater, wear shorts that are four sizes too small, and you think he's an everyman? Come on. He ain't there for you. Natty Nate Plowsy. He ain't there for you. I can't touch anything anymore. Doug Summit mitts are on both of them. Thank you. The Cardinal team is worthless. You're blaming the way he dresses for some of the decisions he makes (laughs) with the personnel? I'm just saying it goes hand in hand. He's pretentious. I don't understand why Walker keeps having a bad eighth while Burleson and Baker get to bat fifth and sixth right (laughs) off the bat. That's from the 618. That's a fair observation. Especially Burleson. I mean, Baker at least tore it up in AAA. You might try to get a hot hand there. What has Burleson done? Well, he also did hit well in the minor leagues, albeit last year. It's been a year now. God almighty. Pretty much all of them hit well in the minor leagues, and that's why they're here. Uh, Big old fan says, I do love a good helmet, Nacho. So he is. That makes sense. Okay. Actually, that's a peace. That's a peace offering on his, like on his part. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24/7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com/talktous. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. James Carlton is uh, one of the wonderful longtime sponsors of this program and Tim McKernan Show podcast and Balloon Party. 314-961-4800 to go online at carltoninsurance.net. James was in here yesterday. 313 five-star reviews now for James Carlton and the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. Uh, and work with the great James Carlton and his staff. Insurance agents are not all the same. I think people assume that they are, and they don't want to have to make a change because it could be an awkward phone call, but you know what? You're putting your family and yourself in a better spot by Morning working after. with the best. Doug, what was that? <laughs> yeah, a phone call. Jackson, we just heard you. I, Jackson! That, that had got to be one of the funniest He just answered the phone. We transition. Hello, Vivian. I didn't know how he answered the phone, and now we know. Like, morning that's after. Morning after. Jackson. I got to write that. My bad. Who's on no, the phone? That was gold, man. Nixie. Oh. 
Oh, My bad. That's on me. <laughs> yesterday was Nixie's birthday. It was. was. Happy birthday oh. to you. I have better awareness. We have Jen uh, Denton coming up. Uh, waiting on a text back, but okay. good. Uh, James Carlton, 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. Doug, if your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton. You will. State Farm. Big old fan is a loser. Plowsy called this team's fate in January. That's from Roy Hopper. <laughs> oh, the official from all the games back in Kent. <laughs> that actually blew my mind that somebody still has a Roy Hopper text name. Uh, LOL, he sounded like a 12-year-old boy. That's from Mr. Licks. Who's he talking about? I don't know. Oh, probably me. Uh, Plow High has predicted eight of the last three bad seasons. That's from Peggy's husband. Plow High has predicted eight of the last. I, I think he's saying Plowsy's always down on the Cardinals, whether they have good years or not. I don't think that's true. I don't think that is true. Peggy's at all. husband calling. You can hear how you okay. <laughs> talk to Jackson. <laughs> the only thing more glorious than just how screwed up this team is. Not just for this year, but for at least two years, how condescending the front office and the manager continue to be about it. As if the rest of us are just obsessed with small details, like not sucking. That's from mm. Arbor Day. Gosh, these takes are so hot now. You still have the mitts on. I, I have to. I have sensitive hands. Uh, congratulations on hitting on one out of ten takes, Plowsy. That's from Ray King. Doug, mm. you know him from Wheelhouse. Oh, well, much more than one out of ten. But I did admit before that that Regardless of how many takes I've been incorrect on, this one was spot on. Do you see any way this team could turn it around? No. God, no, dude. No hope? No. This is a complete teardown. Get rid of Mo. Get oh. rid of Marmol. I mean, I'm fine with Gersh being a GM. I mean, at least we get to see what work he can do or <laughs> will at some point do at some point in time in his career. Yeah. I don't care. I just, this team sucks. What do you think Contreras is, is going to hit 211 all year? Think Arnado's going to struggle all year? We said this about, oh, you think Brett Cecil could always be terrible? Oh, Mike Leake going to get <laughs> out of this. That. Last year we were talking about, oh, Stephen Matz, once he's healthy, that's like making a trade. We always make these excuses for trash player thinking they're going to turn it well, around. Arnado and Contreras haven't been trash he, Now, player. I agree. Wilson Contreras isn't. But the, the, same, the fact of the matter is, you know, we're always like, oh, well, this player can't be this bad. So like, look at Paul DeYoung. He gets a week of, like, sensational Superman hero strength, yeah. has a dominant week, and then we think, oh, he's back. No, players always do that. Not back. Uh, Doug Larry Nickel has scalding takes himself. Okay. Uh, he joins All us right. now. Good morning, Larry. Hello, Nixie. Good morning, guys. What's up? Happy belated birthday Happy to you. Happy birthday, bud. Happy birthday you. to you. Do anything, do anything fun on your birthday? You. Watch wrestling. Yeah, besides that, I, I went to Ethel's. Ethels. Ethels? Ethels? Ethels. Hmm. Where's that at? What is that? Uh, it's in St. Peter's. Oh. Oh. Okay. You were out in Missouri yesterday? Yeah. That's a restaurant? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Was it good? It looked good. Yeah, I had, I had a ribeye. Ribeye, oh, Doug. Ribeye, okay. Very nice. Uh, Larry, what happened on the presentation last night? Hmm. Well, here's what happened last night. We had a World Heavyweight Championship match. For the first time in two years on Monday Night Raw, it was between current champion Seth Rollins, and it was a Seth freaking Rollins, and Damian Priest of the Judgment Day. At the beginning of the show, Seth Rollins comes out, and he talks about him having an open challenge on Twitter, and Damian Priest accepted. So Damian Priest and Finn Balor came out to the ring, and of course, Seth Rollins says, let's make it a true 
one-on-one match instead of having the member for the Judgment Day out around the inside. They have been accepted that, so it was a true one-on-one match for the world title. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the winner of the match and still the world heavyweight champion, Seth freaking Rollins. Seth okay. freaking Rollins. So they Doug. followed the script exactly as it was written before they ever had the match. Doug? Yeah. And we got, I got to say this. There was no script. Okay. Anything else happened that we should know about? There were two more qualifying matches for the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Okay. Becky Lynch beat Sonya Deville to go to London for the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And Zoe Stark, who was called up from NFT during the draft, she beat Natalia. Natalia. Okay. Well, Larry, you have the top five countries available? Yes, I do. Say them. Number five is Chile. Chile. Okay. Number four will be Iceland. Hmm. All right. Number three will be Mexico. It's almost like you're just thinking of this now. Yeah, I get that sense, too. Or results still coming in, maybe. Yeah. Uh, three, I don't... I rate my own list up. Number two, Canada. Okay. Number one, United States. Yeah, nice list. There it is. Nice list, there it is. Larry, God bless you. God bless these United States of America. Yeah, God bless America. Good, Nixie. With the observations on the United States edging out uh, Mexico. Boy, they, they're banty in this text inbox right now, Doug. Uh, well, the Cardinals are going bad. Nobody's very happy right. in St. Louis. That's right. Uh, Plowboy is down on every signal, single team, so of course he'll be right at some point. Throw enough crap against the wall and something's going to stick. That's big old oh, fan. This guy is on, not going in the way, big old fan. <sighs> Sounds like a great guy to hang out with. Oh. Well, big old fan, why don't you call in? We'll move you to the front of the line ahead of what? Uh, is that Fianni's hottest mom, Jackson? No, big Dallas daddy. Yeah. <laughs> big Dallas daddy. I forgot what his tone was, but I don't uh, know. Jay got really. sideways oh. with him one time. Oh, uh, good morning, oh, no. big Dallas daddy. Yeah. All right, hit the lever. Then, okay, punch him up. I got it. It's a it's a three tier process here. <laughs> Daddy, are you there? I'm here. Okay, you sound like you're in the basement somewhere on a speakerphone. No, I just uh, wanted to say one thing. That what are you eating? <laughs> what am I eating? Yeah, it sounds like you're eating. You're chewing something. Oh, I'm five one four sixty. I was thinking I would go out with uh, you know. Jackson on that uh, wedding ticket yet. Yeah. Five one four sixty. Five one four hundred and sixty pounds? Not interested. Mm. Okay. Well, did, you, did you have a hot take for us? I sure do. All right, let's hear. First of all, can I just purely say my love for Tim? Oh. I mean it's one of the most take off the oven mitts. Okay. And Dad, I think you're awesome. I mean, you're just, you're just, you're, once again, you're like the idol of my idol, Tim. So that's amazing. But what I want to say is, do you think the Cardinals and DeWitt have just figured out that the city of St. Louis are, I mean, we're, we're an XFL team now and a soccer franchise in the city of St. Louis. So why would they spend money here when they could just reel it all in? 
Well, they do spend a lot of money. Well, I mean... They don't spend no like the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Angels, but they spend a lot of money. But there's no reason for them to do anything. This is the only thing in the city of St. Louis. I mean, the city of St. Louis is a trash bag. Okay. Oh, there's a hot take. Uh, Tug. You think they don't care if they win? Why would you think that the DeWitts don't care if they put a good team out on the field? Well, why would they? You're going to have the fat, the walruses like me, spend money. They're going to eat nacho cheese out the wazoo. Buy something stupid, shirts and stuff. But that's the only thing the city of St. Louis has is the Cardinals. Yeah. Well, so... I would do it. The Wicks aren't in it. The Wicks don't play for the fans. <laughs> I think they would want to win. I love this take, to, by the just way. Just to keep the momentum going, just to keep 40,000 fans in the stands oh, most oh, nights. Mar Mall is, is a a shadow of a man. Did you see how He's small a shadow he is? of a man. Did you see the nation all day. When he took the ball from Wainwright, did you see Wainwright look down at him? Like, Wainwright six seven. <laughs> they, I don't think they respect him too much. I there's nobody that respects Marmol. I don't think anybody respects Mosaic. And, and the DeWitts are like, holy cow, look at what these people do. They put 40,000 people in the XFL and spend money. Why would anyone care when we can break it in? No one cares. The Cardinals are a trash bag team. Oh, just nice. like in St. Louis. I love the Plowhawks. You're the wow. greatest, and I cannot wait. I promise. I cannot wait to watch this team move to another city that really... Oh, the Cardinals, the Cardinals are moving. They're not moving. That can't happen. I've never heard a take. It's going to happen. The city, this city is a third world country. Well, you mean move out of the city of St. Louis, like to the county? Or you don't mean move out to, like, Nashville or something? They may move. I mean... They're probably going to move, probably. I mean, they, they might as well. I'm a big down with daddy guy. I don't know if they'll move, but I could see him moving to the county. So the DeWitts have been successful almost every year since they've been here, and all of a sudden they should just not care and... No one was talking to you, Iggy. Oh, oh this my guy. God. Gonna, this guy. I'll put I'll put him down. Put him down for well, that. I'm part of the show, so Cut I ask a question. If you don't want to answer with your asinine take <laughs> by sucking up to Tim and Doug to start the thing, and your phone sucks. He never mentioned me. Oh, he, uh, he oh did. yeah, he did. You're, oh, he, he, you're he, the he, idol of his idol. He apparently. said you were. <laughs> no, he said he was a big fan of mine. Which yeah. also and then I asked a question, and I got trash. So we know who he doesn't like on this day, but that's fine. It explains Dallas, a lot. Big yeah. Dallas dickhead. Ah, oh, gosh. I'm so glad ah. I got the oven mitts. I dumped that. I'm not for sure if you can say that. I think you Dumped can. what? The D-head? Uh, is that right? Like I don't know. FCC you can say two, but I don't know back-to-back. That's the one that's a gray area for me. Yeah. So yeah. I had to dump it just no, Air on the side of caution. Can't be safe. I'll write that down, Jackson. I'll edit it. Okay. Jackson? But I think it's fine, but... I'll take care of it. Don't worry, baby. No, oh, okay. The people do turn on them in a hurry. You got one bad year, and I mean, we got the team moving out of town. The DeWitts don't want to win, don't care to win, and the team is moving out. I was with Daddy almost the entire way 
But that bombshell at the end threw me for a loop, and I'm a take smith. Uh, big old fan has issued a statement. <laughs> I disagree, so I'm no fun to hang around with. There are multiple guys to trade that aren't Paul Goldschmidt to get players. Of course he will bring a lot, but they aren't starting over. Donovan is the most overrated player we, but he is good defensively and has control. At deadline, he can get something. There is no spot for Herrera. He can get a good piece back. People want always to trade the biggest piece when things go bad because they can't look at smaller moves that will help. Plowboy, get sponge cake out of your mouth and start being better. That is big old oh, fan. And I love, I love actually that first one because it reminds me a lot of the fantasy baseball trades to where mm-hmm. you trade one guy for four terrible guys that don't actually play. And these are the trades that he thinks are going to take a lap place NL Central, lap place mm-hmm. National League team into the playoffs by trading Brendan Donovan and packaging Herrera, who has yet to have an at bat in the major leagues. Am I correct on that? I don't know. What, what Minor kind league of player of the month in May? What yeah. players are you getting in return that are helping this ball club immediately? If you're going to get second, third tier prospects, we don't need them. If you're going to get prospect, get top tier pitching prospects for Goldschmidt, get a major league starter and a prospect, that's fine. But a Donovan Herrera trade for some random Joe Schmo that has probably an expiring contract, an aging player that may be decent. How does that help? That's just making a trade to make one. Just for the Uh, record, for those, Doug, the listeners, they cycle on on, and they they cycle cycle off. off. The Paul Goldschmidt conversation came from Jeff Passan and his column that is still in the front of ESPN.com about uh, the upcoming MLB trade deadline and if the Cardinals continue to struggle, and he wrote this on Friday before they got swept by the Pirates and lost last night in Arlington, uh, that the Cardinals are people going to see the Cardinals make a move on Paul Goldschmidt because he's up after next year. So uh, then Andy McCullough of The Athletic brought that up in his column yesterday as well. So Former that is, Ram guard? Uh, that's Andy McCullum. Okay. And then there was Adam Timmerman, right? Tom Newton, Mike Grudadori was in there and somewhere. And Orlando Pace protecting the blind side. Mm-hmm. There you go, 1999 Rammies. Yeah. Fight hard, fight on. <laughs> Great team. This is this is what we're going through after a little more than two months of bad baseball. How do you think they feel in Kansas City and Pittsburgh? They're celebrating their Super Bowl. Oakland, Pittsburgh. They're probably. Feel pretty good. Yeah. Well, now, the, but it, but it's been long, long time since they had a team that well, they had a year or two there, but they went what twenty two years without making the playoffs. Skip okay. Schumacher's got the Marlins in second place. Really? Five Marlins. Uh, the so. Marlins are thirty three and twenty eight, and three games back of the Braves. Good for that team. They've been a dumpster forever. Yeah. They good only win them. the World Series, and then they settle and back they, and tank. Twenty years of tanking, mm-hmm. and then a. That's a big spike. Yeah. I did not know that. I, I don't follow too much. We've baseball. gotten pretty spoiled with a team that's always a contender, not always a championship contender, but a postseason contender. For sure. I agree with that. Big old fans, 100% of BFIB. He will support this team in September when they're 30 games under 500. That's from the White Collar Gangster. Mm. And you need those fans. You actually do need fans yeah. like that. But you also need to be realistic on what a Donovan Herrera trade is going to help you. A Goldschmidt trade will help you in the future, not obviously this year, but I don't think he's thinking about taking two third-tier guys and trying to create it into a Juan Soto trade. I don't know what he's well, And it's hard to, to find get. teams that are going to give you top-notch pitching prospects. Without Everybody wants them. Without putting in a, a Goldschmidt-type player right. to get him to the stretch run. You, yeah. You're going to need to overpay 
It's just gonna, how it's going to have to be. Well, Stephen Wildwood says, can I come in for the full hour of balloon party? I cannot fit all of my thoughts into the mm. 90 seconds allotted for a mic drop. That's from Chairman Steve. Sure. And he is in Wildwood. Big old fan is back. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You want to trade Goldschmidt to get long-term pieces, but you don't think Donovan can get players back to help this year? No. So are we trading for this year or next year? I just can't with you. Oh. You just give takes without having anything behind it, and you talk too much. That's from Big Old Fan. Next, next year, this year is already done. You're not making this any— This year is over. You think, what, you think I'm bringing up a Goldschmidt trade to help this year? You're a freaking moron. Okay, But it can that. also bring you a starter that can start this year that's under control for next year to avoid having to make another trade or a signing in the offseason of a starting pitcher, so you need, need a couple of those. So it's a trade that can help you this year to kind of see what you have and also help you next year because you have somebody under control on your rotation. Mm-hmm. When you trade Paul Goldschmidt, yeah. you are throwing in white. You are throwing in the white towel. You are you are done for the year. Whatever run you can make is whatever. That's a, that's a lucky run. It's but like when the Blues you trade, trading Tarasenko and O'Reilly, you're, yeah, you yeah. said okay, we're gonna make a run with these type of players in the future. I, I never once said that trading Paul Goldschmidt could get you players that are going to help you in this team this year because it's over this year. Jeff Lottman will help you, though, this year, Doug. Nice. Uh, he's got 22 years and over half a billion in sales. New sponsor here on TMA, recently featured in the Wall Street Journal for selling the most expensive home in St. Louis. He is with Compass Realty. Join Compass to start and build Compass St. Louis into the number one luxury brand in St. Louis. Is Compass the largest luxury broker in the world? Uh, he never turns down a referral, no matter the price. And luxury is much more about the experience than the price. They treat all their clients the same way, and they can connect buyers and sellers in other cities across the globe. Just visit jefflotman.com. That's J E F F L O T T M A N N. Dot com. And you know Jeff Lottman. And you know Jeff Lottman. We all know Jeff I Lottman. Do. Yeah. Thank you. He's a sponsor Kegler's Corner for a period of time. His well, name is right. Yeah. And he worked with my sister when my sister was in uh, the real estate market. How about that? Huh. Yeah, he's a big name in town in the real estate market for all his success that he's had. Well, Doug, he knows that this program has people who are buying the biggest homes in the area. Yeah, he wants to top the one he already sold. That's correct. JeffLotman.com. New sponsor here, uh, longtime listener, first-time advertiser, it says. JeffLotman.com. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Big old fan, certainly a topic in this uh, EDF group text inbox. And now he's starting to write in caps. Now he's oh, starting to gosh, write in caps. I didn't think he'd pull he's that card. You literally just said trading him this year. Goldschmidt could bring you a pitcher to help this year. Then less than a sentence later, you said you aren't trading to get someone to help this year. It was the same damn sentence. Uh, Doug, do you want to play the audio back? Well, the team, I mean, a, a starting pitcher that can, you can get one now and going to help you this year because you can avoid starting some random rookie or you can maybe take a Wainwright start off. I'm going to say it's going to push you to the playoffs, but it will help you this year and next year. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to get you in it. It's not going to get you a playoff run. None of that in going to, but there is a starting pitcher out there who you can get, who could probably get you a few wins before the end of the season and help you next year. So it, it, it can be both. If you trade Brendan Donovan, you're getting no one that's going to help you in the future. You're not getting anyone that can help you. Chairman Stephen Wildwood is offering a wager to you. Plowwalk. Uh, he oh, says, God. you give me $100 back if they win the division, and I'll give you another 10 if they don't. Big man. I'll, ta- I'll take that one. There it is. I'll that has been that booked. Sure. That oh. has been booked. I have a, what are they, seven and a half out? Eight. Eight. Eight? Yeah, I'm pretty confident that that, that, would be, that would be a run. 
you're getting better odds than you could uh, online. Right. Cardinals are plus 450 to win the division. You just got 10 to 1. So you get 100? No, I give him 100 Steve. back. I get 10. You get 10 if they don't win the division. Yeah, he gets 100 if they do. I'm going to challenge big old fan for the TMA strap if this jabroni keeps up with this absolute nonsense. Kiss my ass, you poor sad. Oh. Hey, big old fan, meet me in the squared circle, you sad fat. I'm tired of it. Gosh. That's from Lance Painter. Wow, there. And he active. started and he would relieve. They're coming at him with, with all guns a blazing. Uh. How, how are you going to know who the guy is to actually <laughs> make good on this bet? It's Stephen Wildwood, baby. That one that I bet, the 10 to oh, that was, that was Steve, wasn't it? Am I correct on that? Uh, Chairman, that Steve, Chairman, no, Steve. Chairman Steve made the bet. Big oh. old fan just is oh, texting okay. in. Oh, gotcha. All right. Okay. Now we're... Okay. Now you know who he is. Guys, now you can bank on the Cardinals winning the division and Ollie getting a five-year extension. That's it's fine. almost guaranteed. That's from Jackson's lone wispy pube. <laughs> if it has to take me being negative to manifest a division title, then I'm, I will fall on that sword. Will you? I don't think it's going to happen. But if they do make a run, I'll thank myself for it. Yeah. I thank Jamie Burkhardt all the time. Love that don't guy. Don't you? I do. Every time I get in my car, I love that Toyota. Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota online at Munganass, St. Louis Acura.com at St. Louis Acura.com and Alton Toyota.com. And then there's a secret number for our listeners 314 252 You can text it, you can call it, and you can work with the best. That's Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. You can just email me, T. McKernan, at InsideSTL.com, and I am more than happy to connect you with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganass. And now you're doing business with the best. And even if you didn't get your car from Munganass, Get your car serviced at Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. StLouisAcura.com and AltonToyota.com. It is Munganass sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour. If we are trading this Goldie this year because, quote, the season is over, why would we care if we get a couple wins or not? That's from Little Beer Cats, you Doug. He's part of the next you, generation. You don't. You don't. You're thinking about the future. But if you trade a guy like Goldschmidt, and I don't know what other pitcher is going to be out there, but let's name Martin Perez from the Texas Rangers. We just saw him last night. Let's, let's throw him in a hypothetical trade situation. That the Rangers are going to trade the Cardinals? I'm just I'm just, I'm just pointing out any type of pitcher who's having success this year that's under control for next year. Let's say you get a guy like that in there. He's going to help you a little bit this year. He's going to get some innings pitched. He may get you a couple wins. You're not going to make the playoffs, but it's also a guy who's under control in the rotation next year. So it, it doesn't have to be purely prospects, is my point, with a Goldschmidt trade. Yeah. You can get a prospect and get a starting pitcher as well that's under control. That pitcher, though, is going to pitch that year, this year, and it's probably going to help more than hurt. Not going to get in the playoffs, but they're... Does that make any sort of sense to where a guy is going to help your team, but it's not going to be that playoff push that you need, being eight, ten games out of first place? Well, they're they're eight out right now, but a week ago at this time, they were only four games out of first place. That's how fast it can turn around. So they can be 12 by the weekend. Or they could be four again by this time next week. So you wouldn't want to give up. It's too early to give up. Are you saying to give up now? Is that what you're saying, Plow? No, I said in a few weeks. I, I originally said give it three more weeks. At the end of June, you know exactly what you got. If you're eight games out in the end of June, I'm sorry you're done. And I know you can bring up 2011. That's fine. This team is not 2011. <laughs> it just isn't. <clears throat> So we can nip that in the bud right now. Uh, we'll close out the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota uh, 7 o'clock hour. We will have our 8 o'clock hour coming up next. Send your emails in for design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.